talk to their imaginary friend, listen to Rebecca Black's Friday world-renowned hit on repeat. Hey, even stream the movie Cats. Apparently, these are some of the activities that people would rather have been doing on their Sunday night than watch the Emmys or any award show for that matter since like 1995. Wow. Seriously, rip. Rip. It is sad. It's, it is really an unfortunate series of events, you guys. Nobody cares about these award shows. And honestly, as somebody who was there in the bathroom with Sandra O oh, talking about pissing at the Emmys one year, the girl who pretended to be a seat filler and somehow got to the front row straddling Eladia, get your pronunciation right, Baldwin, the first row. I've been there and they're fun. Well, they were fun. And it so makes me sad. No one's watching these shows anymore. And I don't even say that ironically. I really mean it. And so today we are going to go down the same existential path that the Oscars, that the Academy, that everybody in Tinseltown is currently facing when it comes to these award shows. And I'm really wondering, you know, pre-COVID, post-COVID, what are these shows going to look like? I don't think they are ever going to be the same. And it is a sad, sad thought. Okay. So unlike my cleavage that is popping today, the ratings for the Emmys are not out yet. I'm shooting this. This is the Monday after they just happened on Sunday and I'm going to release this Tuesday. Wow. What a time warp. And so the ratings aren't out yet, but I can promise that they are going to be more bleak than your sex lives. Okay. During and after 2020, because the, this shit is getting straight up annihilated across the board, even from mainstream outlets. And that's how you know it is sad. It is brutal. Like they are taking a beating, okay? I'm talking from mainstream outlets ranging from Rolling Stone, CNN, Entertainment Weekly. They are tearing it up like a U-Haul truck. And it's sad. Here are some examples, okay? First of all, I didn't even know. I did not even know the Emmys were last night until my friend, my good friend, who was also a former red carpet reporter, texted me and comparing them to an event akin to someone's wealthy or not bar mitzvah, like Joey Levine, Tracy Ellis Ross and Mandy Moore are doing Hava Nagila and a chair toss to you, my friend, because this is what the aesthetic pretty much was. I'm going to get to the actual logistics and the tent. Yes, a tent. Okay. Tent and Emmys in the same <laughs> in this. I was going to say coffin because that's what the Rolling Stone describes as in the same sentence. Okay. Speaking of coffins where many people wanted to put themselves watching this show. Well, the few people who watched. Okay. So this was the headline from Rolling Stone today. Emmys 2021, <laughs> the coffin flop of award shows. Brutal. Here's Entertainment Weekly. At this point in human history, it is a well-documented fact that most Americans are not interested in watching award shows. And if you're reading this, is anyone besides my editors? Savage. You likely didn't watch and just want to skim this article. Like, okay pulling no punches. And here's CNN, CNN even. Okay. 
all networks can do is try making these presentations as appealing as they can be and hope that it's enough to stop the bleeding. Oh my God, stop the bleeding. They are not talking about that pivotal moment in Breaking Dawn, you guys. They're talking about the future of awards because they are hemorrhaging. They are hemorrhaging viewers. So get a little of this. The it seems like I'm giddy, like for joy, I, and I'm not. But I'm all, I am, and I'm not because you know it's sad. it makes me sad. But it is why is it so entertaining for us to watch? And I know I'm not the only one because I have fellow friends who are in entertainment reporters, podcasters, you know, writers, and they also are finding this so amusing. And I'm going to get to this later, but I think it's because finally the world is catching on to what we've been saying behind the scenes for a long ass time. So welcome to our world. Uh, so, okay. The, uh, I'm not as giddy as I seem, but kind of. So uh, the Oscars this year, guys, we all know it was a train wreck. And I, again, don't even say that metaphorically. And I don't say that hyperbolically hyper, hyper because it was in a train station. Okay. Record low of 10 million viewers this year. Okay. This is down from 20, almost 24 million last year. That is so embarrassing. Like they literally put themselves in front of a moving train for that one. And I don't even want to say it's worthy of the Hogwarts Express because it wasn't. Okay. I'm drinking coffee at 3 PM for my grandma ass. This is way too late for me, but like, this is how much I need it to bring you through these dreary and depressing ass statistics. Okay. So the VMAs I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, the VMAs they're hip. They're cool. I got my bet. You know, these TikTokers have, you know, they can TikTok their way through this evening. No, no, they didn't. They didn't, guys. Not even 1 million people watch the VMAs. That is, are you kidding? Like, more people watched my high school football team last weekend. Are you joking? Okay. This is down like the heydays. Obviously, we all know this for the 2000s. So, the heydays of the VMAs were like 2010, 2011, when 12 million, <laughs> 12 million people watched. Just let that sink in. Not even a million people watched them this year. They were like, I would rather clip my toenails watch my squirrels play in my yard and have a nice night, okay? And have a funnel of NyQuil. And then here is the other one, the Golden Globes. This was like perhaps maybe, I don't know. I don't know which is the most dramatic, but they're all pretty bleak. The Golden Globes had a 63% drop from 18 million, okay, okay, in 2020 to 2021, 7 million. Like this shit is straight embarrassing. So what's going on? Because we all know it, CNN knows it, you know, Andrew Cuomo, I don't know if he knows it, but he, I don't even know because, you know, he had to give back his Emmy, which is hilarious because it just shows you, I'm going to get into the flipper floppers of Hollywood um, in a minute, but how hysterical that they literally like created a shrine for him had a collective jerk off session him and then took his Emmy back. Like, listen, you guys know, I think Andrew Cuomo is a scumbag, but just how funny is that just in and of itself? It's like, can you imagine if they went back to every single person in Hollywood who did shady shit or like stuff, even these days, especially, which is like every little thing that they find unacceptable and take their awards back. They literally would be in the abyss. They would be nowhere to be seen. And that would be a sad ass state of affairs. So what is it though? What is making Hollywood just crumble where nobody cares? And it is sad. 
this decline is has been going on for a while and all of us behind the scenes have said it for a long time because you know what it's just it's like even not even award shows but your average run-of-the-mill hollywood you know club promoting event would get really boring and i think cell phones ruined that because celebrities were so scared of getting caught doing anything remotely interesting so it all just became sterile stale and boring altogether we've been saying this for a long time but anyway a lot of people say you know is it a left right issue and let's call this how it is okay because i truth be told the right is going to go after hollywood for literally for breathing <laughs> like they're going to go after them for every little thing they do because they despise the hollywood elite and is that like the main reason? I mean, we've talked a lot about in the last year, like how out of touch celebrities are and all of that and how it's just not a cute look. Is that the main reason though for them, you know, like plummeting, like they're on Splash Mountain without a seatbelt? Actually, I don't know if there are seatbelts on that, right? But you get what I mean. I don't think that in and of itself is, but let's, let's like also call a spade a spade and call I think that's politically incorrect these days. Some people tell me, but okay, let's call it how it is. The left. Uh, the liberal Hollywood crowd, they don't do themselves any favors because it is annoying to see them like preach about liberal values. And I'm like, honey, I don't see you giving up half of your salary, you know, to ward off superheroes and CGI to help the little people and those in need, you know, to give those kids apples on their field trips to support those local moms, you know, working five jobs. I don't see you cutting your salary. So, you know, you talk a big game. I don't see you making any real sacrifice, you know, to get behind these issues that you love to preach about all day. So that's where it's like, ugh, it gives a bad, you know, you're, you're not helping your cause. There, let's call it what it is, all right? Truth be told, there is hypocrisy there. And I think that's where people are like, oh my God. And we all know this, like I've said it a hundred times, but that just was to the nth degree, really no fucks to be given on their end during COVID, right? So, but I also do think it has, it's more than that. It is more than that. It's what I was saying before. It's now it's become like everyone and everything has been taking itself way too seriously in Hollywood and they need to lighten up their load, okay? They really do. This is bigger than people being over them being so out of touch. This is bigger than politics. This is just an overall vibe and an aesthetic that they are clearly not grasping, okay? So I wanna tell you a fun story about one of the times I got, I have really bad, I am jinxed as hell when it comes to getting into the Golden Globes. I know this is about the Emmys, but I don't feel like talking about them right now. Okay, we're gonna talk about the Golden Globes. I have Emmy stories too. I'll tell them another day. Uh, you know, we got, we got time. So this time I have, I'm straight up jinxed when it comes to getting into the golden globes. There's a reason I'm telling you the story as per usual, I'm not just talking to talk, you know, like celebrities like to do. I got a purpose for you today. I'm taking you with me on this journey. So you have to take a shuttle. They literally closed down Hollywood. They closed down all of the streets. Like be damned if you're trying to go to Trader Joe's and get your zucchini noodles because you will be straight screwed. Sorry, sweetheart. They are closing down Beverly Hills. They're closing down like Santa Monica. They are closing it all down because you cannot get in the way of the stars. Their Hummers will bulldoze your ass. So you have to have a shuttle. You literally, there's shuttles that line up, you know, like again, you're going on this field trip of broken dreams and you get on it and it takes your ass 
to the Beverly Hilton where the Golden Globes and all the parties are, okay? It is literally, you know, those men on the, or those people on the airplane, on the tarp, on the, what is it? Where they wave with the little cones and the whole things and the waivers in the air. It's like that. Okay. But you're not flying to Bermuda. You're going to the Beverly Hilton to eat dried out chicken and probably choke on it. So one year on <laughs> the guy was on shuttle gate. It became a story. It was in deadline. And it was this one shuttle that got lost, literally went into the twilight zone and back like the Swiss family Robertson had to build a boat for us basically to get to the Beverly Hilton. We were going round and round in circles. And I happened to be on that shuttle the year before that though, I should have known my ass was jinxed and had straight up the craft put a hex on me because I got off the shuttle and, you know, I kind of just mind my own business. I'm in my own world. I'm an Aquarius. Like my head is in the clouds. And so I'm walking and somehow I miss the crowd. And I'm like, where did the crowd go of the shuttle? It lets us off. And I turn on, I'm like, guys, guys. So I wander around. I wander past these huge trailers and I see all the networks. They have their trailers outside, right? ABC, CBS, and all their producers. And they have the TVs and it's all live and it's all going down. So and all the cords and the whole thing. And I'm walking by in my heels, like about to trip on one and eat shit. When all of a sudden I see a sign of life, I'm in the Beverly Hilton, but not in it. You know, when I see a sign of life, I see all these people and they're walking through a metal detector, but they all look alike. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is workers. They all had, they were caterers of the event. Like the people who are wannabe actors passing around your hors d'oeuvres on trays. They had their, all their matching outfits, you know, the white button up tops and the black slacks. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try to get into this event because I don't know where the fuck everyone else just went. Lord only knows. And the last thing I need, I'm already tripping over all of these wires for the CBS stream that nobody is going to watch. The last thing I need is to be tackled by some self-important security guard who literally thinks he is at the inauguration. So I am just, I'm here with all these waiters in my dress and I walk in with them through this metal detector and I wind up somehow in the kitchen of the Beverly Hills downstairs in the basement. And I'm just like, where the hell am I? What an adventure. What like more exciting than anything that could possibly have been going on up there. I think this was like probably 2018. So not that long ago. Okay. Maybe 2017. I don't know. Time does not, time is of the essence. Time is not a thing. Time is an abstract concept. Okay. So lo and behold, these two, I'm just wandering in this kitchen hall. Okay. Like I am the cook in Matilda and I'm like, what is going on? And suddenly I see these two huge black security guards, like the typical, like exactly what you would expect, you know, like rolling with Britney Spears or whoever it is that day. And they're like, fuck this shit. I could be doing way better things with my time. So they end up bringing me up to the golden globes through this, through this fright elevator straight up. I'm just, this isn't even one where it's like, do 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 like elevator music and you pick a level. No, this is like, you need codes. You don't know where you're going. And so again, there's like supplies or food supply. I don't know what is going on, but I get in the elevator with them and you know, I get out of the elevator and I end up in the behind the scenes, like backstage room where all the celebrities people were waiting their plus ones, their moms, their dads, their dogs, their invisible friends, aforementioned, like everybody is there. So what do you think I do? I don't go where I'm supposed to go. I'm going to sit in this room and kick my feet up and have a good time and just observe the chaos because that's half the battle, honey. In Hollywood, if you act like you know where the hell you are going and you are supposed to be there, 
you could literally get into the Taj Mahal. Nobody, nobody will even ask you. So I'm there and I'm just like kicking back. And I know people are looking around like, who is this person? And I'm just like, oh, hi, Kathy. Oh, yes, yeah, Stephen. It's so great to see you. And they're like, who is this bitch? And lo and behold, <clears throat> I would see the celebrities come back. It's the little room they would come back to see their family and friends and publicists after they would win an award. So I'm just hanging out back there, having a good time, like seeing them drink champagne, all the kind of shit that you don't normally see, like them just kind of looking human and being like, uh, you know, fixing their hair, touching up their makeup, being like, yeah, this is nice. But like, where's the champagne flutes? I'm kind of over, you know, all that stuff. And all of this goes to say that I think that these shows need a little, they are plastic. I've talked about this before, but everything, it's so ironic because we're in an age of like, authenticity air quotes right and the whole social media star and this is my like influencers this is my day-to-day life and had it been have had like all of Hollywood continued on this experience of like anything fucking goes like you never know it is a wild ass ride I bet people would tune in if you guys saw a glimpse of what I saw that day like I said more exciting than any kind of rap session from hell Like the Emmys opened with this week. It was like karaoke gone bad that nobody should have to witness. If it was a little bit of a peak of like that fun spontaneity, never know what you're going to get, like real shit that I witnessed behind the scenes that day, I bet you more people would tune in. They'd put down their paleo banana bread recipe and actually tune into your show. But now everything is so, like I've talked about it before, but like not only preachy, but also contrived and cheesy. And that ain't what Hollywood is about. That is not what drew me to go to Hollywood. Hollywood is supposed to be fun and exciting and sexy. And it is snooze fest, sister and bros, bros and hoes. Okay. And so- they need to add, they need to spice it up, spice up your life. Take a note from ginger spice and spice up your life. Okay, you hoes. So that is a big problem with it. But also the self-awareness. And I want to talk about this for a second because there are two like massive things that happened last night that you can't ignore when it comes to Hollywood contradicting itself. And again, I think losing their viewers, no matter what side they're on, no matter how old they are, you know, if they are in a past life or not, if they've reincarnated as your cat, why no one is interested. They just really contradict themselves. Like I do, I think they need to scale back. I'm going to get to this in a bit. They need to scale back. I'm trying to preach to us about shit. And like have something to say. Even last night, it was like they had to make digs at like Joe Rogan with this COVID thing. That's a whole other issue I'm not going to get into right now. And I also have to know the story. And they also had to like make a joke about the California recall. It's like, just stop, okay? But it gets bad because it's also where you guys start to contradict yourself and you look like a bunch of fools. So here's one example that everyone was like, are you joking? Like even Hollywood's biggest hype man was like, even Britney's bodyguard. They were like, I am not having this shit. These people were literally doing somersault. They might as well have been the Ringling Brothers circus act because they were doing handstands, flipping off each other. Like I said, doing some botched karaoke act that nobody asked for, like sitting on each other's shoulders, swinging from each other's hips with no mask to be seen. And before you get all crazy being like, wait, they were following rules. Let me break it down. In LA County right now, you have to wear a mask, whether or not you are vaccinated, indoors and outdoors in what they call mega events. So like the Staples Center, stuff like that. Now, 
Is this a mega event? Again, probably not, but it sure as hell wasn't outside because like my circus analogy, they literally built this sealed in tent. I've been in them many of times covering Hollywood events. And let me tell you, honey, though that shit is outdoors, indoors, outdoors. Do you get what I'm saying? That is sealed, sealed tight. Like some other things I know of. Okay. Sealed up. So do they not see like how crazy that looks? Because mind you, these are the same people who are like, do the right thing, mask up, do this, do that. But it's like, you would think they were at their high school reunion singing wannabe on each other's heads. It's again, it's like no self-awareness. Like you guys look insane. Five seconds ago, you were doing a Twitter monologue about how important it is to follow rules and science and mass and this and that. And here you are. Here you are, like a middle school talent show, just having a good ass time with your friends and it makes you all look crazy. Another uh, thing where this happened was the Met Gala where the celebrities weren't masked and they're poor, like their publicists, the cameramen, you know, their teeth flossers, they all had to wear masks. So it's super like it's hunger gamesy because it's like, okay, so this elite crowd doesn't have to follow the rules and like everyone else are their peasants and they have to follow the rules, you know, whether it be their cameramen or these kids in schools having to wear masks. It's like, it doesn't add up and it's cuckoo. And that's the other thing too, is where people are going to be like, no, they did follow rules. So the rules technically for the Emmys where you have to be bad, oh my God, I get them so confused now. Okay. Because it's like confusion, like pandemic purgatory. They had to be vaccinated and they had to prove that they weren't, um, they had to get COVID tested leading up to it and get a negative test. Okay. Which like, who knows if they even abide by that stuff, but either way, All I know is like, this shit is not flying elsewhere in Los Angeles County. So why do you guys get a pass? Like number one. And like, this is how specific the rules are in Los Angeles County. I just want to let you know, like they are cutting no corners. Like they take the shit so seriously. They literally say when it comes to the mask mandate, the only time individuals, this is from August. This was a month ago. Okay. The only time individuals can remove a mask is when they are actively eating or drinking. (laughs) And the order states that once done taking a bite or sip, the mask must be put on, quote, immediately. Immediately. Like, could you get, could you split hairs anymore? Like, what if you're swallowing? What if, does that count? Does that count? They're like, what if you're choking on your nachos? And they're like, you're not actually, you already chewed and swallowed. And now you're on the swallowing process. So you have to have your mask on. Either way, it is specific and tedious as shit. And these celebs clearly didn't give a shit, except for one, which was Seth Rogen. He called it out when he got up, I think, to present. And he was like, if I knew it was going to be this crowded, I would not have showed up to be with your ass. Like they did not say it was going to be like this. This shit is not outdoors. This is a straight up close intent. He was the only one. And you know what? At least he's about it. Everyone else is like, Ooh, he, 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 he. But again, it's like, it's cute for you guys, but it's not cute for us. Cause we actually have to do this shit. I'm not kidding. I started breaking out. So like I was 14 again, cause now at these gyms here, we got to wear masks again while we work out. And it's not helping my cause personally, professionally, or spiritually. Okay. And these people can just go on and look and live their lives. And you know, another example of this out of touchness, you know, we've heard this a lot, but like rules for what is it rules for thee, but not for me. Oh God, I'm so over it. 
drives me nuts is a San Francisco mayor. This lady has put more restrictive rules in San Francisco than LA County, but it's a similar stuff. It's literally like, cannot blink, cannot blow your nose, cannot without a mask only if you are chewing at a 45 degree angle. And it's happens to be as cargo that like, it's literally so specific. Okay. This lady got caught yet again. Like, did you not learn from Gavin Newsom and him getting a pedicure while eating surf and turf at the French laundry last year? Okay. Holy shit. Here's another one. This lady. So she got caught at a jazz bar, having the time of her life, swinging, shouting, letting it all out, not wearing a mask. And do you know what? She has enforced these rules, like kind of what I just read about L.A. County. And she has the fucking ball sack to go. We don't need the fun police to come in and micromanage and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. I got up and started dancing, she says, because I was feeling the spirit and I wasn't thinking about a mask. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Hello, lady. You're the one who made these rules. This is a step further than the celebrities who comply and preach about it, you know, on social media, but don't do it. You made the rules, lady. you got to pay to play, I guess, according to you. Oh, it's so obnoxious. Okay. So the number one, the other one that was like glaring obvious is uh, you knew it was going to happen, right? Uh, it came out this morning, Emmy's so white. Emmy's so white because there were a ton of Black people nominated, but none won in major um, acting categories, I think. And here's my first thought on this. It's like, no one is clearly watching them anyway. So who cares? No offense. If they're white, black, brown, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, like no one is watching, okay? But here's my question though, because people are up in arms about this. And at the same time, we're seeing this all play out still with Nicki Minaj questioning vaccines. This is something I have been completely fascinated by, to be honest, TBH, because she's not backing down, right? And she sort of is the epitome. Like she is a self-made you know, outspoken mainstream black woman, but because they don't like what she's saying, it's like, where is this energy for her? No one can have her back at all whatsoever. She's getting censored. This is a little sidebar, but I loved watching what happened play out with the white house because she went on her Instagram and was like, number one, she said that the white house invited her. I don't know in person or not, but to have a conversation about the vaccine. And she was like, number one, why would I lie about that? Number two, she's like, I went back and forth with them. And I said, would you do a live stream? And they kept pushing for a private conversation. Cause she says, I love it. She's so transparent. She's like, it's just going to seem, you know, disingenuous and fishy to my fans. If I suddenly meet with you and then I come out, you know, promoting this vaccine and trying to sell it. So could we do a live stream? And she says that they're like, you know, could you do a private conversation? Which again, it's like, what do you have to hide? What do you have to No, Let's have a big conversation. If there's nothing to worry about and put it on the world stage guys, but no, I can't sketchy, sketchy. Okay. Sketchier than your high school cute kind of, you know, outcast skater boy stoner. So that's one thing. And then the, the white house goes to like embarrass her and be like, we only offered a private phone call. It's like, Oh my God, you guys, I like, I cannot. But anyway, now people are like going after her. Not only are they not having her back. I think young money, her label are the only ones who are like, we support her no matter what. Keep in mind, she has never to this point said she's anti-vax. She merely has just been asking questions and she's not backing down because she's like, these are questions we should be asking. So now she's saying people are like going after her family and the press and they're threatening them. And she says, 
this is what speaking up looks like. Millions of poor people are treated this way by the people you think are the good guys. And I love it. And this is where it ties into the Emmys and into Hollywood, right? Because they're all about, uh, you know, giving black women and those who are outspoken and, you know, independently minded a platform. But it's like, it's only when they agree with you though. Here's what she put on Instagram the other day. And I was like, whew, I felt it. She said, y'all got to stop pretending to love people with backbones. If Malcolm X were here, here, he'd be asking questions. Here's the thing. And most of y'all hollered black lives. I sound like the whitest person ever. Uh, hollered that black lives matter and protect black women quotes uh, would be telling him to shut up and fall in line. Y'all say these people's names, but embody the spirit of a coward. And isn't that the truth? Again, it's like these contradictions. Number one, number one, being all behind these COVID quote science and rules, but then obviously breaking the rules right in front of the world. Okay. But in the same breath or in the same moment, you are going to like turn your back on and if anything, make fun of or ostracize Nicki Minaj for merely questioning said COVID protocols. Like, give me a break. And the other contradiction again is like, she brings it up with the Malcolm X thing. It's like, where is all the support for her, a black woman while she's getting dragged? It is kind of embarrassing because it's like, well, where's that energy? Where is that energy? And I'm not even talking about like celebrities uh, I am talking about them, but also like these outlets too. I've seen so many news stories of outlets making fun of and mocking Nicki Minaj, but then in the same breath, they're like, Emmy so white, put the spotlight on black creators and black voices. And it's like, just the contradictions to me are beyond silly. And I think it's why, um, they need to like reel it back and scale it back with the messaging because in one way or another, they're going to end up getting themselves in a bind like this and like not in a cute 50 shades way. I mean, in a way that makes them look like a bunch of circus freaks. Okay. So here's a, here's like where this all like ties back though. Why it does make my little heart sad to see Hollywood just like no more because we do need entertainment to like, to get us through, you know, I know I have, I know I absolutely have. I mean, at the end of the day, when I'm looking into the abyss and I'm just like, I need a re I'm clinging on for dear life. You need that entertainment and you need that escape. I mean, let's be honest again, this is not political lines. This goes about like, we need it. We need it to like bring a fire to our soul, whether it be, you know, musical performances in person and, or theater or film or TV, you know, all these things, like all these kind of art <laughs> bring us out of our minds for the good Lord shit. I don't even know escape that we need. Like, for example, here are some shows that I've been loving lately that have been like temporarily pulling me out of my existentialism. Bridgerton binge that shit in five seconds. I love dead to me. Like so dark, so funny. I've started watching some, like I started watching Santa Clarita diet, but it's like a little too gory for me. I don't know if I can hang. It's a little much, but you get it. You get it. Someone mentioned Emily in Paris. Cause I'm like, I literally need the most mindless. I just end up watching friends reruns every single night because I'm like, I need the most mindless thing that will literally require half of a brain cell. Because if I exert more energy than that, I will literally explode. 
like whoever recommended Queen's Gambit to me, I'm halfway through and I need to take a serious break. I'm like, do you guys not realize my mental state? My friend was like, just wait. She's like, there's suicide. There's this, there's that. She's like, you need, I'm like, who in the right mind recommended this to me right now? But nonetheless, we need this entertainment. Okay. And this is why I talk about bringing back spontaneity and fun. Think about the most fun award show moments. Like when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift, never forget. I mean, this is what I mean. Like hell, maybe they should embrace Nicki Minaj, even if they think she's crazy, even if they think, you know, there's no merit or she should like embrace it because at least she's being authentic and honest and real. Unlike any of you bozos, which I think is actually a term that she used and coined I'm going to use it in her honor. Or do you remember at the VMAs that year when the guy from Rage Against the Machine like literally climbed up the set like a monkey and started like moving it and shaking it while they were presenting stuff? I mean, that's what I mean. And everyone was like, what is going on? And the most reminiscent moment from those give no fucks times was actually the little dispute that Machine Gun Kelly got into with this like fighter wrestler man, I forget his name, at the VMAs this year. I was like, oh my God, a moment of realness. Like this is some old school shit. I would love like what one through water or something on the other one. Like I'm trying to see a full on brawl because I want to just see I'm grasping onto anything that is like somewhat real. I know a lot of you guys too were like, yes, like that is some old school shit that we are looking for. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. It's like, I know that these award shows, like for all you traditionalists, like when you go back to the Marilyn Monroe's, the Gene Kelly's, like the good days, it's like, you can't just get rid of the Oscars. You can't just get rid of the Emmys. And I get that for like the sentimental reasons as well, you know, and as someone who, despite I, that I poke fun of it, I do like ha have a love relationship, love, hate, a lot more. I don't know. You guys decide love relationship with this world of Hollywood. Right. But no one obviously is feeling compelled to watch these shows. So I'm not saying that we get rid of them, but why aren't people watching? Like, why are people tuning out? It could also be with all these streamers. That's a whole other conversation, but you might not even like, there's a show over here. There's a show over here, the show over here. You might not even heard of or watch half the shows on here because now everyone and their mom, I think, you know, that Bush outside has its own streamer now at this point. So there's no way people can watch all these shows or I've heard of them. That could be another reason, but I have some ideas. I have some ideas of how we could maybe save the sinking ship and be one of the violinists on the Titanic, like the last man standing of this award show implosion. Okay. What if they actually entertained? That's what I mean. Cause I'm saying like, we need the entertainment. We love entertainment at the end of the day, like despite who we are, despite where we come from and our walks of life. Okay. So here's an idea. Like number one, what if they got like just straight up drunk like what the Golden Globes was trying to do, you know, pulled a Ricky Gervais, just took shots at each other, like did like roast and just hold it how it is. Like I'm saying, okay, but what if also a step further, instead of just patting themselves on their backs, their maskless backs and preaching to us and contradicting themselves and looking nuts and trying to message stuff and trying to just like award each other for stuff that people may or may not even be watching, right? And this like self-absorbed mania from hell. What if they actually entertained us and did things like, think of the friends reunion. That shit was a smash. So what if they did stuff like table reads, right? Or like little reunions or skits or parodies or reenactments, 
right? And like got together. And then maybe in between, like throw an award here, throw an award there. But nobody is asking for a five minute acceptance speech about some you know, sleepy show that no one has ever heard of. Like no one wants it. No one wants it. So all I'm asking for, you know, is a little more spontaneity, sexiness, Hollywood. Come on. That's what you guys are all supposed to be about. Isn't that right? And I say this, by the way, welcome my new, very phallic microphone. I haven't named him yet but poor blue, poor, you know, where blue is my old microphone. He is somewhere in with the remnants and the ghosts of the golden age of award chosen people actually watch. So all I'm asking for celebs, cause I would love to go back one day. It's so much fun. I would love to be in another freight elevator with these big bodyguards. I have never seen and could take me out in one punch. I would love nothing more than that. Hell, I would love to be there you know, accepting an award after all this. I'm like, so let's have an award show just for my talk show, which by the way, if I see John Oliver win one more time, I'm going to be like, what is that? What is the hype? What is the hype? I must know. Still don't get it. Interviewed him at an HBO Emmy after party one year when he won. Still don't get it. Still don't get it. That's a whole other thing. Can't, can't with the James Corden's, the Jimmy's. We get it. Talk about diversify over it. Anyway, so in the same breath here, I'm like, these are all trash, but if they want to award me with an Emmy for my own talk show one day, sweetheart, I will be there skipping. No, but all I'm asking is a little less talking, a little less talking, quit talking and a little more action. And I know that's a word that you guys have all heard before. So put it into action and actually entertain us. Okay. And maybe just maybe honey, you will save yourselves. And CBS, for crying out loud, if you coin any of these ideas, I have it on tape and you bet your ass I will be banging on your door for royalties. I will see you there.